Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. One thing every successful individual, leader, and entrepreneur have in common is a consistent morning routine. Having a simple, easy-to-implement routine enables you to start your day with a sense of purpose, accomplishment, clarity, and direction. For this reason, I have prepared for you a free guide with an easy-to-follow 5 minutes morning routine and a tracking template where you can document your progress day by day. I've been receiving messages from some of you already telling me how this habit has transformed your days for the better. Download this 5 minutes morning routine right now by clicking the link on my show notes so you can start your day on purpose. I hope you are having an amazing 2023. This is the first solo podcast episode I record this year, and I am so excited. Cody and I went to Las Vegas for New Year's Eve. We had a wonderful time. And just the week before going to Las Vegas, I was coaching one of my one-on-one coaching clients, and she asked me a great question. She was like, Janet, do you follow any routine? Is there anything I should do in preparation for the next year? And then I was telling her the process that I follow every single year in order to prepare for the next one. And she told me, you need to send this in your weekly email. So I did. Now, today's episode is not about all the steps I follow because I think most of you have prepared for that already. I'm going to give a high-level overview, and I'm going to dig deeper into one of them when it comes to my personal experience, and it is the one about the things I failed at during the last year, which means that these are lessons that I'm incorporating as I move forward. I always tell to my clients, and I believe this strongly, there is no failure only feedback. There is no right or wrong. There is a right decision or a learning opportunity to get closer to that right decision. So there is never failure because even in the moments that we consider we failed, we are really learning. We are really evolving into the next level of our potential. Now, going back to the framework that I follow every year to prepare for the next year, I always like to look back at the past and reflect on the accomplishments. Many times we don't celebrate enough what we have accomplished in the past, and we are so focused about the future, the future. And honestly, this is where anxiety comes from, because we are not recognizing how much we have progressed from the past. So I look at the past, at the previous year, and I list all of my accomplishments, all the achievements, 
So looking at the past for reflection, and then I celebrate in the present. Something that I also looked at are the lessons. What are the lessons that I've learned? And that's why this episode is titled, What I Failed At, because those are the lessons, really. And the third step is to plan for the future naturally. And to plan for the future, it is really important to dig deeper into those lessons because you want to make sure that that knowledge you have gained from your experience that you incorporated as you move forward, as you continue taking action and building that momentum. So as I mentioned, I want to dig deeper in the things that I failed at last year, which are three main things. The first thing I failed at, which gave me one of the biggest lessons, is I failed at trying to do everything by myself. As you know, this upcoming April, this year, will be two years that I transitioned from my nine years corporate career to full-time entrepreneurship. And this journey of entrepreneurship is a lesson every single day. And Of course, there are many things that I do in my business. I do this podcast. I send weekly emails. I remain active in social media. I have my one-on-one coaching. I do speaking engagements. I have my digital course. I'm pitching to the media my stories. So many people can benefit from hearing someone else's story. The list continues go on and on and on. And as my business was growing, I realized that I couldn't keep the same pace or I couldn't maintain the same things I was doing. Because of course, one part of my business is growing tremendously, thankfully, and then the rest of the things I don't have time for. One of my mentors, Amy Porterfield, I actually took one of her courses, which if you want to build a digital course, I really recommend to check her out. But she always says these kind of issues are high quality issues because it means hey, your business is growing. So now you got to do something about it. I started to delegate and honestly, I'm still delegating. So the podcast production is something that I delegate. I actually invest in a team where they have a platform where I upload this podcast episode and then they create a blog about the podcast episode They upload the video in YouTube after they have edited it, and then they upload and distribute the audio into the podcast platforms, and then they create the show notes. Not only that, they create social assets that I post in social media also. They do so many things, and I cannot imagine my life without their help because, to be honest, doing all of that myself would require learning time and would require at least seven hours a week. I promise. It's just so much that goes into every single episode. So even to create this podcast, I invest greatly. So all of this information can get to you and also to create an impact. At the end of the day, my number one values in business career and everything else is purpose. So that's a bigger motivator, the impact, the purpose to help you get to where you want to go. So I delegated my podcast production Also, I actually just hired a virtual assistant. I was researching virtual assistants for a while to help me with a couple of administrative tasks on my business. And I just hired one, which I am so freaking excited because I'm telling you, there is so much I'm just ready to delegate so I can maintain key and strategic parts of my business. 
And then the other thing is the social media management. I am so active in social media and something that I am just implementing right now is getting help on that aspect too. Mentorship was a big one for me. When I left corporate, I realized that getting mentorship organically wasn't as easy in the entrepreneurship world because it's such a blank canvas. And I even published in Next Advisor with Time, like the major publication. I published a guest post about the major challenges of entrepreneurship during my first year. And mentorship is a big one because in corporate, you're used to being under this umbrella where everyone has a common vision, mission. Everyone is there to help each other. But then when you get to entrepreneurship, it's not that we are not there to help each other. Of course we are, but it's so much more freer. Like the scope is so much more wider. So it's really challenging to find someone organically super fast that can mentor you. So something that I started implementing last year was hiring mentors. I mean, paying for their programs as a way of delegating because they are literally, I'm paying for the roadmap they have followed in order for me to get to where I want to go. And one of those roadmaps that I pay a few thousand dollars was a digital course about creating a digital course <laughs> because I wanted to do it right. This is something that I take seriously. And when I invest, I want to make sure that it's for a high quality service and high quality product. Before I've invested low dollars in things that I need, and I've realized that many times it takes more back and forth. So something that I've learned also in this area of delegation is if you have the resources, being willing to pay for something high quality that delivers the results that you're seeking. I think that has been like so high in my priority list because you want to make sure that you don't reinvent the wheel in many things and even hiring mentors or coaches that can help you. I even hired a consultant last year. Oh my God, so many things that I did in terms of delegating and investing. But you want to make sure that you don't reinvent the wheel and you actually leverage key aspects of people that have gone through the journey already. So number one, that's the thing that I felt at last year, just thinking that I could do it myself, like everything. The lesson was ask for help. Ask more for help in terms of what you need and be willing to invest. I thought at the beginning when I transitioned to entrepreneurship, I'm like, okay, I want to mentor for free. And if it would have happened organically, it would have been amazing. I reached to a couple of people and to be vulnerable with you, I wasn't successful, but I didn't let that stop me. I figured out a way to find the right people. And of course, I had to invest on it, which by the way, every investment that I've made, I've had like at least 200% return because I've taken action. Okay, so even in the courses, even in the coaching, in the consulting, and in the masterminds that you invest, you have to take action in order to get the returns. I mean, that's something that I'm sure you know. So that's the first one, doing it all myself. I miserably failed at that. And just to recap the lesson, the lesson was be willing to delegate, invest, and ask for help. That's such a big one. And I also want to give a shout out 
last year I had my digital course launch and I also did a graduation for the first cohort of students who graduated from my digital course, Discover Your Purpose program. A couple of students came from Puerto Rico, California. A lot of them were here in Texas. And in order to organize this graduation that was at home, I had to recognize that designing and thinking about the color that the balloons will be like, that is not in my strengths. I'm going to be very honest. Designing and thinking about colors, that's not my thing. But I knew of a former client who she just has a touch and art to doing this. Her name is Jackie Hernandez. And I want to give her a big shout out because she has a designing business and she does this on the side other than her corporate job. So I would highly recommend her. I'm going to put her Instagram here so you can reach out to her. But I literally asked for help. And I remember Jackie asking me, what? You're not good at something? And I'm like, I'm not good at a lot of things. Like, believe me, and designing and all these things. I'm not good at. And honestly, I don't even enjoy it. So I think delegating those things that you don't enjoy can add so much more joy and happiness to your life. So thank you so much, Jackie. And she was a student of the digital course too. So I really appreciate her. So I think that's all for doing it all myself. Just ask for help. You don't have to do it all yourself. There are people there whose strengths are the things that you don't enjoy or whose strengths are the things that you don't have time for. Just ask for help. Just ask for help. Now, the second one was this ideal of executing with perfection. And I am someone that I'm like, I want to execute everything with high quality. It has to be great. And honestly, in the last few years, I've been working on letting go of this mindset of perfection, which I'm happy I've been working on that for several years now, because in this journey of entrepreneurship, there is no perfect anything. Here's the thing. We just have this ideal of perfection, which is an ideal because it doesn't exist. And at the same time, how can you create something that is perfect if you don't have any feedback? You cannot create perfection without feedback. And in order to get feedback, you need to get out there. You need to take action. You need to be bold and courageous to show up as your vulnerable self. And I got this major lesson when I was working on my digital course, Discover Your Purpose program earlier last year in 2022. I was taking the course that I paid a couple of thousands. I was just learning the technology piece, the marketing piece, so many components. It's a lot, my friends, but I was able to do it. And I was almost like 80% of the completion of the course and then I was thinking to myself, okay, I am ready, but I want to make sure I create the full course before I launch it. My marketing and digital course mentor, Amy Porterfield, she had given this strategy of pre-selling your course to test the market, to make sure people are genuinely interested in your content. And when you pre-sell something, that something is not created yet. And just by the idea of selling something that wasn't created, I think that hit 
my perfectionism. And I was like, no way. I'm never going to do that. Like, I'm going to create it, the whole thing, and then I'm going to sell it. So time continued passing by. And of course, I was like in the learning state and executing little bit by little bit. And I wasn't actually seeing results in terms of the digital course because I didn't even have momentum because people hadn't paid for it. I hadn't tested the interest in the market with dollars, with people that would pay for it. And I told myself, I was in this core, in this accountability group with two more ladies. And one of them, she said, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to pre-sell it. I'm going to launch it. And I'm going to start creating the modules every single week as people are going through the course. And just seeing her doing that, it gave me this strength and this courage to also do it myself. I think sharing our stories vulnerably is so important because I see it in my clients all the time and even in myself at times. Sometimes whenever we are going through a challenge, we think that we are alone in this challenge. And to be honest, it doesn't matter where we are in the journey. We all face similar challenges. Of course, having the tools and skills to deal with those challenges is important. And that's why I apply everything I also teach my clients because we all need it. It doesn't matter the personal development level that you are in. But I like hearing her story and the struggles that she was going through and the ability of her to fall through really gave me that last push. And I was able to pre-sell my course. And not only that, I sold out in the founding member spot, which validated that there was a need for my digital course. And it wasn't created yet. I pre-sold it and then I started creating it. I remember so many weeks just working on the weekends nonstop because this course needed to be created. And even in my digital course, you have the videos, you have interaction, you have exercises, you have PDF guides, you have audios, you have techniques. There is so much that sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I created this in that amount of time. But there is so much to it, so many components so the student can be successful. And not only that, appealing to different learning styles because we all learn different. So that's the second thing that I miserably failed at, executing with perfection. And the lesson there was, there is no perfection. You just got to do it. There is no right or wrong decision. This theme, I keep seeing it in my clients and keeps coming for me. I prefer making a decision. It doesn't matter if it's right, wrong, whatever, than not making a decision at all. Because massive action, that's what creates momentum. So I always say too, like you either win or you learn. And that lesson, that learning is also a major win. So let go of perfectionism and let's start taking action because that's going to give you the motivation when you start seeing the impact that your work has in other people, that your story has, that's going to build the motivation and the momentum to continue moving forward. So that's number two. Number three Last year, I failed miserably and not being myself. <laughs> when I look at my life, like most of the decisions that I've taken are very unconventional, which I have to give a huge kudos to my mom because I think my story, 
my mom making the decision of running away from the country I was born and then hiding and basically fighting for our freedom and by herself going to a country that she didn't know without speaking the language, without any resources. I think in a way that has built a mindset within me to respect my aspirations and to live and lead with integrity. And integrity meaning getting to know yourself and making decisions that are in alignment with your values and the person who you want to be. So I felt miserably and not being myself. Of course, it's always hard to not compare to others. Like we are always in comparison mode when it comes to social media, when it comes to anything in our lives. And I think just tuning back in and really taking that time in silence with yourself to understand where is your voice amidst the whole noise of society. Where is your voice? What brings you joy? And what are the things you are doing because you want to get external validation from others versus seeking internal fulfillment from yourself? One big example for me. So last year, my husband and I got married in June And we got engaged in November of the year before 2021. And initially, we were just questioning ourselves, should we do like a big wedding? Not for me, because the only family I have here is my mom. And of course, I have a million friends, so I would have invited them if we had had a wedding. But the only family I have here is my mom. He does have a bigger family. And we were asking ourselves, Should we do a wedding? The first thing was like, yeah, let's do like a hundred people wedding. And I remember we took a Saturday and we went to a coffee shop and we blocked two hours in the calendar and we started making a list of people who we would invite. And then we started making a list of to-do items. And after an hour, we look at each other. (laughs) I'm not joking. We looked at each other and we said to ourselves, this is not us. This is not us. I mean, we don't enjoy the planning aspect of a wedding. We don't enjoy thinking about the color, thinking about the logistics, thinking about all of these things. And we had to ask ourselves, why are we doing this in the first place? This is our celebrating our love, celebrating our lives, celebrating this union. And then We came up with the idea of just doing something so small, just with our family members, and we wanted to do it in a special place. So we did it in Hawaii, in the public beach. That day, we literally woke up at 4 a.m. because we wanted pictures, and our photographer recommended getting the sunrise, and I didn't mind. We are morning people anyway, so I was just so excited even at 4 a.m., and I love pictures. That's something that I love, (laughs) and I remember just going to the beach and posting and running and getting my dress all wet. It was so much fun, and at the end, like the last location was Lanikai Beach, one of the most beautiful beaches in Hawaii, And we got married there in a spiritual ceremony with seven people, like our family, nothing fancy, nothing that wasn't aligned with us. And 
we just made this decision to be ourselves. Now we have beautiful pictures. That was one of the requirements. But everything else, I just realized I don't need to do something I don't enjoy. To be honest, that was such a big lesson for me. And there were so many other lessons during 2022, even like making decisions where there was a decision that I made in 2022 where my intuition told me, don't do it. And then my ego told me, do it. This is a great opportunity. And just like my intuition was telling me at the beginning, later on, I realized that it wasn't aligned with me. And I ended up just stepping down from the opportunity because I think having the right priority and living in alignment and in alignment doesn't mean that everything has to be steady all the time and everything has to be perfect and you have to make the right decisions every step. The journey is going to be messy. Part of this process is to embrace that messy journey and to give your best every day, knowing that you have always the control to make a decision. The decision is in your control. I was reading this past week an article that was published in Time, and they interviewed a lot of people that had dedicated their lives to happiness, to studying happiness, and to interviewing people about happiness. And after all these interviews, they made a great summary about the three elements needed to achieve happiness in your life. The first one was having a sense of self-control. And for me, that decision to do a wedding that we would enjoy, to step down from a decision that I knew since the beginning wasn't aligned, but I kept, I don't know, my ego just said, do it. And I did it. But I learned. I learned a lesson. And that's what's valuable. That sense of self-control that you can always make a decision even if a decision was made a few months ago, it is okay to change because the amount of information you're getting every day, that counts to continue making a decision. You cannot expect when you make a decision that everything else will stay static. You're still learning about yourself. You are still learning about the opportunity. You're getting so much input and data all the time. And staying or not in that opportunity was a decision. And I just decided to step down and continue moving forward with things that felt more in alignment. So self-control is one of those elements for happiness. The second one was having a sense of purpose, having that direction so you can make decisions that are aligned to that higher purpose. This is the second thing. I work with my clients in one-on-one -on -one coaching, and I always say clarity is way more important than speed. I'm going to repeat that. Having clarity in your direction is way more important than speed because you can move fast and end up nowhere. If you don't have a direction, you can just move, 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 and you're going to feel lost anyway. So having that sense of purpose, sense of direction was number two in the list. And number three was having connection, connection with yourself and connection with others. Of course, this sense of love and contribution and growth, so important for happiness. And setting boundaries was a major theme for me that goes to, back to this area of I failed at not being myself. Setting boundaries is so important with everyone in your life. And a lot of people have this negative association around setting boundaries. 
But really setting boundaries is about you developing healthy relationships with yourselves and others. It's about you communicating from a heart-centered way, with a kind way. Setting boundaries from the heart, those are the most powerful boundaries to set. And so many times people don't even know our boundaries. That's why it's so important to have honesty in any relationship with yourself and others. So for me, I kept a lot of great friendships and some of them I keep in less touch with. And that's totally okay. I'm in peace with that because I feel more in alignment with myself. So those are the three things I failed at. And the lesson for that last one is the theme for 2023, which I recorded a podcast episode on. Do not be afraid to choose yourself. Do not be afraid to say no. You are the priority. The only thing I don't want you to fail at is being yourself. You just got to get really clear with your values, your direction, what you stand for, and start rearranging your life and your decisions to be in alignment with that data, to be in alignment with your direction, your values, and everything else. So three things I failed at, just as a summary, doing it all by myself, totally failed at that. Executing with perfection, failed. And then the last one, not being myself. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I try to share my experience with vulnerability to make sure you have stories and make sure none of us feel alone. Because as I mentioned, the reality is that we are all going through similar challenges. What matters is that you have the tools and the skills to ride the waves of life because the waves are going to be there anyways. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week. Thank you so much. And I'm just so excited and so energized by this beautiful community. I appreciate you so much. Please share this episode if you found it helpful. I love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.